Good morning, <clears throat> or well, afternoon. It's almost two o'clock, <laughs> but it feels like morning because I only just got outside half an hour ago. So, yeah, um, I'm moving the cows right now. Well, they just got got their fresh paddock, and now I'm setting up their paddock for this evening after milking. It's a beautiful day, perfect for grazing. It's overcast, and I think it's under 60 degrees, which is great for the cows. It's like, I don't know, 55, 56, somewhere in there. And we got 0.85 inches of rain last night, which is good because it's been dry recently. So that will help growth continue to happen. So things are looking, looking good on the farm. Cows are moving along in their rotation as planned. It looks like, cross your fingers for me, looks like we might be having a several days, like maybe a week straight, with very low chance of precipitation. Um, and uh, I guess tomorrow, Thursday, Looks to be pretty cool again, and overcast, but no rain. And then it's gonna start to really warm up starting on Friday and be windy for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I think Sunday, maybe even 90 degrees for a high, which I'm not pleased, pleased about, but that's uh, windy and 90 is great for drying hay. So we might, assuming that the neighbors can fit it in their schedule to cut hay for us, we might be trying to cut hay. It'd be nice. Well, on Friday, Friday would be ideal, assuming the forecast holds out, be, just because the soil will be pretty, pretty damp still tomorrow. So it'd be nice to give it a day a day for the soil to, to um, dry out a little bit before we cut the, cut the grass onto the soil. But if the forecast starts to look a little bit iffier as far as the looking three, four, five days out, we might want to push it just to have that extra day of drying. So we'll see, and it also depends, again, on the neighbor's schedule. So that's exciting. I've decided we're going to do two, two paddocks. We'll go into hay, so... Um, what I call the cheesery field, which is the three acres that is right up by the road next to our driveway and what I view right outside the cheesery window, hence 
hence the name. Um, so that's, I believe that's right around almost exactly three acres. It might be like 3.1 or 3.2 or something. Um, and then the other one is what I call Lake 5. So I have uh, the, the lake bottom divided into essentially five long strips. So that are our farm down there is a little over a quarter mile, uh, the whole length. I think it's maybe almost three-eighths. I'm not sure because it's, I don't know, it's, a, it's, it's weird. We're kind of like just, just onto, like we're in two different sections there. So that's interesting. Um, but... But yeah, so it's over a quarter mile because a quarter mile is like an 80 in on flat Iowa cropland. 80 acres would be a, a square quarter mile, quarter mile by quarter mile by quarter mile. So a section is one square mile, 640 acres, and quarter section is half mile by half mile by half mile well half mile by half mile so so 160 acres so then 80 is well no 80 is would not be quarter quarter by quarter square uh, 80 is usually it would be like well somehow uh, uh a quarter section split in two so depending how how things got split up over the years it could be a quarter mile by a half mile or in our case it's well we're not uh, our farm isn't a straight rec rectangle it's rectangle on three sides and then the side with the stream the stream runs through the middle at one point, and then it's the the east line of our property. Then, as we go further south, so well drainage ditch upstream. So that's that's why it um, straddles two sections, and it's actually uh, it's even two different townships. So we're, we live in Hamilton Township, and we have, I don't know, it's like four or five acres or something like that. That's in Lyon Township. But, at any rate, so, so I have that section down there, which is uh, that part that we call the Lake Bottom, that used to be either wetland or actual standing water. Used to be all part of Lake Cairo. Uh, we have divided into five sections, the, the, the full length of it. So Lake One includes the hill that is the former shoreline. And then out a ways, and then Lake Two, yeah, so then, then two, three, four, five. So 
but I have like two split into two smaller sections because it it's it became clear that the north part of that is still in the part that's that's closer to the shoreline where the gravel is closer to the surface and it doesn't drain as well and and so it's harder it it, it supports different different plants and it's harder to um i guess it, it was most obvious when when we make make hay there and in a wetter year because the, the south part will still have sort of squishy squishy soil and the or the north part will have squishy soil. Sorry, the shoreline is since we're on the north north end of the lake, the shoreline is on on the north. So um yeah, so the south end is drier and deeper soil and better soil and supports more legumes, because generally alfalfa and clover, especially alfalfa, uh, d don't like standing water. Um, sorry, I was counting steps. I should probably finish up here before I count more steps so I don't keep having these pauses. So at any rate, yeah, the Lake Five is the furthest south and the and the deepest soils. The most productive part uh, is officially cropland. Well, everything from Lake Two to Lake Five are all what the FSA classifies as cropland. Um, and Lake Five has not been hayed for quite a few years. And I grazed it quite generously last year, meaning I left very long. It had long rest periods and had a lot of residue. And so I think it has the resilience to be able to, to withstand a haying. Um, and so that's, that's why I want to do that and that there. And I'm trying to get around, which I've mentioned before, get around the whole farm in the first 21 days, ideally, which I'm not sure when. Yeah, it's coming up some, in the first week of June here, so, so we're, we're getting pretty close to that. I'm moving the cows as quickly as I can. Um, so if we put up some hay, that'll be... It'll be good. We'll have some of our own hay, and then probably we'll only take that first cut. So that'll be somewhere in the area. I don't remember Lake Five the area, but I, I think it's around five acres, if I recall correctly. It might be up to seven, but I, I'll have to look. I have that records of that somewhere. So, so that's it's somewhere around eight acres total that we're gonna hay. So that's that's the plan there, and and we're still in a really good stage. If we can get that cut in the next few few days, uh, none of the most of the grasses have not headed out. Some of the orchard grass has uh, a few. Looks like some of the the meadow brome has, um, and the alfalfa is just just in very early bud stage. 
the first flush of dandelions is past blooming so they're all they're, they're not yellow anymore they're in that white stage where they're blowing their seeds around but they're still really good quality forage you know it's not dandelions are never super productive but they're really high quality both the stems and the leaves so that's but later on the cows don't like the dandelions as much they get more bitter so that's that would be good if we can get that and it's not a couple more weeks because then more of the grass will be headed out and stemier and the alfalfa will be start will be blooming and therefore also stemier so i'm looking forward to that and i'm hoping i can make a batch of cheese tomorrow but we'll see how that goes I have been, I had had some, a um, couple of really productive days, Sunday and Monday, and then yesterday and today, I've just been really low energy. So I hope I can pull out of this. So wish me luck, and happy spring.